Good evening, LifeBridge. It is good to be here. Uh, we are Bill and Vicki Hoving. You have supported us, church. Some of you don't know this, but for we since the beginning, what's that mean? We're, we have been at this for 23 years, and LifeBridge, you have been with us for virtually every step of the way, and we thank you. We thank you personally for your uh, all of your support, for all of your prayers. And uh, it, has been, uh, it, it has been a joy, and it's been a joy always to be back here with Pastor Bruce, Pastor Chris, and all of you dear people. Let me start out this way. Uh, a century ago, there was a group called One Way Missionaries. Why were they called that? Well, they purchased uh, single tickets to the mission field without the return half. And instead of suitcases, they packed their few earthly belongings into coffins. As they sailed out of port, they waved goodbye to everyone they loved, everything they knew, and they knew they would never return home. Now, you talk about beyond borders. Now, that's the theme of this week. Now, this is, this is beyond borders. Uh, A.W. Um, one of the men were called, was called A.W. Milne. He was one of the missionaries. He set sail for the New Hebrides in the South Pacific, knowing full well that the headhunters who lived there had martyred every missionary before him. Milne did not fear for his life because he had already died to himself. His coffin was packed. He was there 35 years, preaching the gospel, leading people to Christ, discipling those dear people that God had sent him to. When he died, tribe, um, tribe members buried him in the middle of their village and inscribed this epitaph on his tombstone. It said this, when he came, there was no light. When he left, there was no darkness. Jesus and this author says, um, Mark Batterson says this, Jesus didn't die to keep us safe. He died to make us dangerous. He died to expand us to go, listen to it, beyond borders. He, he, he also says this, it's time to stop, it's time to quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death, to go beyond borders. All right. And so that's what we will talk about uh, this week. But uh, I just wanted to share just a, just a few thoughts with you. Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said this, When Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. And that is so true. Um, if, if you have your Bibles, please turn to Matthew chapter 14. We want to talk, uh, just give a few thoughts from this uh, great text. Matthew 14, 23 through 33. We don't have time to read through the verses. But this is Jesus walking on the water. You know the story. Probably most of you know this story. But I want you to turn there and just give a few opening thoughts. John Ortberg, in his book years ago, wrote, uh, wrote a few of these thoughts. But a, a few opening thoughts as we think about Jesus walking on the water and Peter's response to that. And, then, oh, and keep this in the, in the context of Beyond Borders. Orberg writes this, I'm absolutely convinced that our greatest regrets in life will be missed opportunities. 
20 years from now, this is from Mark Twain. I don't usually uh, quote Mark Twain for my uh, theology, but this is Mark Twain. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do uh, than by the things you did do. Sail away from safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. Beyond borders. Somebody wrote this, scan the pages of Scripture and you'll find that God uses risk takers. We need people who are more afraid of missed opportunities than making mistakes. People who are more afraid of lifelong regrets than temporary failure. People who dare to dream the unthinkable and attempt the impossible. We're talking about Beyond Borders this week. And, and, and we have prayed, and you have prayed certainly, that, Lord, talk to each of us. What, what, what do you want us to do through this week? Let this not be another mission or another world outreach celebration. Let it not be just one more. Let it make a difference in your life for the glory of God. That's our prayer this week. Well, let me just give you a, a few thoughts here from Matthew 14. Jesus is walking on the water. Uh, verse 25, in the fourth night of the watch, uh, in, the, uh, in the fourth watch of the night, excuse me, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for, for fear. Jesus says, Of course, be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Fantastic words from our Lord. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, would you bid me, would you have me to come unto you on the water? Jesus gives a one-word response. He says, come. Peter, have you ever walked on water before? No, he would, he, he would say, of course, but I want to be near my Lord is possibly what he's thinking. And he's going beyond borders. This is a fisherman who's used to being in a boat. Now he's going to be stepping out of a boat. He's going beyond his borders. Amen. And Jesus says, you come. Just come. One word answer. Come. Well, just a few thoughts. When we talk about walking on water, let's, and let's define it this way. 21st century. In 2017, walking on water, what, what could it mean? It could mean this. Let me just give you two thoughts on it. it. It, I think it means stepping out of your comfort zone. And Peter definitely stepped out of his comfort zone in that boat, stepping over the side of that boat and walking on water. So it's stepping out of our comfort zone. And this week, no doubt, the Lord may challenge you to step out of your comfort zone. That's okay. Listen to him. All right? Secondly, I think it could mean this. When you step out of your comfort zone, you will many times experience the power of God in your life. Oh, those, that's a wonderful thing. As a missionary, we pray, Lord, we need your power. We are weak. We can't do it. It's all about you. We can do nothing without you, Lord. Scripture says that. It's so true. And so we pray for the power of God upon our life. And God honors people. God honors those risk takers, as he did with Peter. Just a, just a few thoughts. 
When you walk on water, when you step out of your comfort zone, there's always a call. You know what? God asks ordinary people, and it doesn't get much more ordinary than William Dean Hoving. That's, that's me, all right? God asks ordinary people to engage in an act of extraordinary trust, that of stepping out of the comfort zone, stepping out of your boat, whatever your boat may be. There was the call of Moses to go to Pharaoh and to tell him to let people to let God's people go. There was the call of Jonah to go and preach to a heathen people. There was the call of Israel to fight the mighty Goliath. There's always a call. You know, there may be a call this week on some of you. And be open to it. LifeBridge, be open to it. God is looking. God is calling. God is still in the business of, of taking ordinary people and transplanting them where they never even dreamed of. Maybe a place called, who knows, Mongolia. Can you imagine? All right? Silas now called the Mongolia. Hey, listen, you say, I've got my life. I'm set. I'm cool. I love Jesus. I come to Light Bridge Sundays and Wednesdays. I follow the Lord. You know what? Maybe he wants you to follow him to some place other than Lightbridge, which is great. If this is where God has you, praise the Lord for it. Maybe other than Kansas City. God always has that call, and he uses ordinary people in that call. Secondly, let me say this. There is always, there's usually fear. God has a pattern. He has a habit of asking people to do things that are scary to them. Yes, I said scary. Does God have a right to do that? And, oh, yes, he does. He's sovereign God of the universe. He has a right to do anything in your life and in my life. You know, some of you know this, but uh, when I was in second grade, I was called upon to read, and it was Mrs. And it was, uh, Miss Grush. You know, you remember the names of your teachers. Miss Grush calls upon me to read, and I get to the second sentence, and I stop. I block on that sentence. Kids start to laugh. And uh, I really discovered that day that I had a speech problem. I stuttered. And, uh, but yet, at the age of 16, God saves my soul as I trust him as my Lord and Savior. And then three years later, he calls me into full-time ministry at Baptist Bible College, Springfield, Missouri. Now, if he would have called me into ministry when he saved me, I probably would have died of fright because I was the kid in class who wouldn't raise his hand even if I knew the answer because I may stutter. And so, hard, hard to believe now, but I was kind of the quiet kid in class. I was kind of the shy kid in class. But, but, but here's the point. It's, it's all about him. It's not about Bill Hoving, but he just calls ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And he, it's his grace, it's his power, it's his strength. And it's an awesome thing. Moses told the Lord he was slow of speech and slow of tongue. Exodus 4.10, God's response, who has made man's mouth? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go. Well, I can relate to that. When God wants you to do something, no excuse is valid. God doesn't want your excuses. He wants you. That's who he wants. Jonah. You know the story of Jonah, books a ticket to, to uh, Tarshish. 
Opposite direction from where he was supposed to go, Jonah chapter 1, verse 3. God's response, he sends out a huge storm on the sea. Jonah gets thrown overboard, swallowed by a great fish. Jonah chapter 1. You think it's scary being in God's will, just wait till you get out of God's will. Did you hear it? God's hands are never tied. He's sovereign God of the universe. His will be done. Amen. The Israelites take one look at a giant Goliath, maybe nine and a half feet tall, possibly 500 pounds, and they flee. Israel's best are not going to go up against that man. God's response, he raises up a young teenager. Teenagers, listen this week, listen tonight, listen every night you are here. God may be calling you to a mission field, to do something within LifeBridge. He may be calling you this week. Some of you, perhaps you have, you have sensed this call for some time and you've backed off. How about this week? How about tonight? You say, not the first night of our World Outreach Celebration. How about the first night of our World Outreach Celebration? That you step forward because you sense that call. And for whatever reason, you backed off. Don't, don't back off. Allow God his full calling in your life. And it'll be the greatest thing that you will ever do. Israelites, as I said, they back away. David's response, is there not a cause? Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. God's will be done. If we back out of his plan, he will get somebody else to do the work, but you will miss the blessing. Don't miss that blessing, all right? So when we talk about walking on water, when we talk about stepping out of our comfort zone, when we talk about experiencing the power of God on our lives, there's always a call, there's always fear. How about this? There's always a changed life. Peter was changed forever. Bill Hoving was changed forever. All by God's grace, all for his glory. All he wants, how about this? We could, we could simply say this this evening. My answers are yes. Now, what are your questions, Lord? My answers are yes. Now, what are your questions? There's always a call. Those who say yes to God's call and step out of the boat, step out of your comfort zone, oh, we don't always walk the walk perfectly, not by a long shot. Just, just talk to my wife about that. But because they say yes to God, they learn and grow even from their failures. And they're changed forever. Listen, when you, you or I step out of the boat, we leave our comfort zone and walk on water, you'll never be the same. You'll never be the same, but all for God's glory. Not ours, always for his glory. It was summer of 1989. I was on staff at a church in Chicago, Illinois. Woo! Now, I'm a third-generation Cub fan. We finally won. Can, can we say amen to that? No, you have to say amen to that. But, you know, can we say, hey, yeah, ooh, hip, hip, hooray. The Royals, we were, we were rooting for your Royals 2015. Well done. Thank you for Wade Davis. Thank you for Ben Zobris. But anyway, is it, is it, is it too soon? Probably, okay. Yes. But, okay, yes, it is. All right, but I was on staff in a multi-pastor staff. We had 600 people coming on a Sunday. Uh, I was loving it. My parents were going to that church. 
we were doing ministry in Chicago, Pacific Garden Mission. We would, I would lead a group down there the, the first or the second Tuesday of every month and preach there and just have all types of ministry in the city, in the suburbs, where we were. Going to Wrigley Field, going to Cubs games. I thought, I'm here forever. Then we take a mission trip. Watch out. I would say this. If you've never been on a missions trip, oh, they are life-changing. Vicki and I take 19 college-age young people on a mission trip to San Jose, Costa Rica to expose them to missions. Oh, well, we got it right here. Right here. And we were, we were changed for forever. We, we got home from that missions trip. I was, I was kind of scared to talk to Vicki because I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm sensing a call of God. Maybe not to San Jose, Costa Rica, but to the mission field. There's a big world out here. She felt the same way. So we, we finally talked to each other, and uh, we both felt and sensed God's calling on our life. And so we, uh, we left that church, loved that church, loved that ministry, but really felt God's call upon our life. During that same time, I was offered the pastorate of Brookfield Baptist Church. I'm from Brookfield, Illinois, a western suburb of Chicago. That's my dream shot. Brookfield Baptist Church, to be the pastor of that church. Wow, fantastic. But we sensed the call of God on our lives, lives for the mission field. And so I had to call him and tell that search committee that I wasn't able to do it, that God has called us to the mission field. Listen, we don't give up anything when, when we follow the Lord. We gain we gain. You know, there's a, there's a song by Elevation Worship. It's the name of the group. It's, it's called, Oh, Come to the Altar. A few of the words go, go like this. Leave behind your regrets and mistakes. Come today. There's no reason to wait. Jesus is calling. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes, a new life is born. Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Oh, wait, a Savior. Oh, what a Savior. Isn't he wonderful? Bow down before him, for he is Lord of all. And then the last verse of that great song, Oh, come to the altar. Bear your cross as you wait for the crown. Tell the world of the treasure you found. Oh, that is something. You know what? Jesus could be calling tonight what this staff is asking, what the Lord is asking is, is be open and listen to that call. Step out of your comfort zone. It's not an easy thing. It'll never be easy. But following Jesus to the ends of the world is phenomenal. And wherever he takes you, step out of your comfort zone Experience the power of God on your life by his grace for his glory. Listen, when Jesus calls, we gain. We walk away. We walk on water. We experience his power. We abandon it all. Why? Why? Because we found something or someone worth losing everything for. Did you hear it tonight? No one ever died for, for my sins but Jesus. My filthy sins, past, present, 
future, a sin debt I can never pay. And, and if he, and he did do that for me, and he saved my soul, and he, all he was asking was, Bill Hoving, will you step out of your comfort zone, out of that church where you, were, you, you loved it? It was ministry. I was serving you, Lord, but he had something else for me and for my wife and, and for my children. And my children to this day thank me and thank Vicki. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for taking us to the mission field. It's the greatest thing you've ever done. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we love you tonight. We thank you for your calling, first and foremost, for salvation, but we thank you for your call then for service. And as we think about beyond borders, you, wanna, you are the hound of heaven. You've, you have been after some people here, perhaps in a crowd this size, I would think there would be someone, some family, that you have been looking for and urging for them to step out of their comfort zone and to follow you wherever it is, Lord, and experience your power on their lives. Father, make it a great night tonight. Make it a great week. As we think about Beyond Borders, we give it all to you, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give Bill a hand. That's, That's awesome.